Welcome to the 46th episode of the Catching Up Podcast. I'm your host, Connor Kaysen. I run a company here called Find Me in Seattle. I'm a content creator, uh, media producer, and social media strategist. Every week, I'm joined with my partner, Nick Hughes, who is currently in Denver. He runs a company called Founders Live. It's a series of live events, an online community to connect entrepreneurs and founders to help them grow their companies. This week, uh, after a little bit of conversation about what's going on in our lives this week, we are focusing on the origin stories of naming our companies. And Nick really has a lot of value here because he's worked with many startups in coming up with names. And he's got some pro tips about the things you should consider before naming your company. Thank you, as always, for joining the show. I hope you enjoy. Hey, Nick, good morning. What is going on? Hey, not too much, man. How are you doing? I am fantastic today. How are you doing? What is you know, new with uh, Nick Hughes? Yeah, I'm, I'm in, st- still in Denver, doing well. Um, it's like, dude, it's, I think I told you last week, the weather's been kind of up and down, but it's been so nice this week. Just like, you know, 75, 80 degrees. It's just calm and just, it's warm, uh, not too hot, so I'm I'm really enjoying it. Nice. What have you been working on this week? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say the majority of the things I've been working on this week orient around, um, you know, our our partners and sponsors on both a local level as a, as well as a global level. And I'll I'll just kind of give a little teaser announcement now. Um, what's kind of been so interesting about Founders Live is. I get this question a lot where people are like, well, what do the winners get? You know? And yeah, the answer really is, eh, you know, like it's actually more difficult than, than you think to create a, a prize that can work anywhere in the world. And, you know, we're obviously not going to give away cash, you know, just that doesn't work, you know, from a financial standpoint. So, um, but I've been working on the last couple of weeks for sure. Um, actually we're, we're starting to create a, a winner's prize in a package that, you know, these are partners that we have relationships with financial relationships with, and, you know, obviously like it's a great branding experience to, uh, have their offering in their, in their product or service within that holistic winner's prize that yeah. can work all around the world. And so, uh, we are finalizing with Google. So Google cloud, they're going to provide, they're going to give it's going to be like above and beyond what that the AWS uh, offer oh, wow. is. Yeah. So um, it most likely will be around a total of about $20,000 of value of credit uh, to Google cloud for the winner. And there's some other details there. And then I'm also bringing in uh, a company called advisory cloud and they are really cool. They, they provide, um, I think we might have talked about this uh, months ago, but they provide a really cool service of connecting, you know, early stage companies with advisors and mentors. And so, you know, let's say you, you know, you're obviously building out your board of directors and you want to find, like, it's kind of hard to find like high quality, you know, uh, well, just people that have um, a, a good background and history and experience that meet criteria that you want to bring onto your board. And so advisory cloud really is like, Hey, we have like 10,000 people around the world that are executives that meet the criteria and we can help you connect with 
the right person that you can bring onto your board or more of like a, um, you know, my mentor, but um, you know, there it's really cool. And there's executives from many different companies. And so we're also finalizing with them to be in the winner's package uh, so that anywhere in the world, you know, people that win Founders Live, they essentially receive like a, a few, you know, a, a small amount of meetings for free that then they can get going and essentially meet some advisors and then obviously become a, a customer of uh, advisory board or advisory cloud. So um, those are two right now and we're probably going to add to that, but that will be available to anyone in the world. Whoever wins will qualify and get these things. And it's my goal is to get it up to about like, you know, a hundred thousand dollar cash value of, of the prize, like something like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause if you start getting it up to the hundred thousand dollar level, I mean, that's, that's a really, that that's a big asset for any startup to gain. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of money when uh, you think about fundraising and resources that you have uh, that, that would be incredible. And it, so my, my question to follow up with that is like, how, how did you get these deals? What was that hmm. process like? Yeah. Um, it was funny. Um, so the advisory cloud, dude, no joke. Um, when I was in Boise, so January and you know, you remember when we were having those calls, um, I was, there was this like, you know, I was like, I would go downtown every day. The, 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 um, co-working space I was at was right in this area. And dude, there was this like wine bar that was like next door or like a block away. And so, I would go in there, you know, there was a couple of times I'd go in there like at, you know, five or six after work and <clears throat> just grab a drink. And dude, these, I was sitting there and these two guys came in and they sat down and started chatting and said something about like Silicon Valley. And I was like, I looked over, you know, I just like gave my head nod and was like, Hey, what's up? You know, like, what do you guys, what are you guys doing? And so we just started talking and they're, they're like, Hey, we're with this company advisory cloud. Yeah, we do X, Y, Z. And we actually have an office right over here. And it just turned out like we, it was like, they're like, their office is in the same building. And um, I told them what I'm doing and they're like, wow, that's really cool. Like we should connect you with our, you know, our, basically our boss. And, yeah. and so just like a, a conversation in, you know, a wine bar turned out to be, you know, I, I had them come to the Founders Live in Boise. They were like, this is really cool. They connected me with their boss. Uh, I then the next month met with him and another individual uh, at the company in February when I was in San Francisco. And now we're just like having the great, you know, just going down the line. So it, you know, yeah, you just, that's, just, that's just happenstance, you know, that's just, you know, the way that you operate and you got to yeah. keep your antenna up uh, whenever you're, you're out and about, because that's usually the way you connect with people. So that's pretty cool. huh? Yeah. That's super cool. I mean, it's just wild how, uh, organic some of these things mm -hmm. start to get created mm -hmm. and yeah that was really why I was curious about it um dude congratulations I think that's <laughs> a big deal and yeah it's uh, um it I think it we're starting to turn the corner on a lot of this stuff and I feel like um you know my answer to like what does the winner get usually is just like oh it's cool it's recognition it's a fun community event but you know we needed to really start to put together like a more serious thing and until there's a funding which in the future there probably will be but right now it's like we do need to make it something where um you know in addition to the aws you know offering and credits that's cool um but let's start putting together something that looks that, that's serious and it's really cool to win that and you you um you know not only is it fun just from the recognition 
to be the winner of Founders Live, but you actually, there are some really strong benefits that come with that. So we're, yeah, I feel like the, the corner has been turned a little bit on that. Yeah, yeah that's fantastic. I, ho- hopefully one day when you get to this point, all some of those early winners, uh, it'll really be like a big recognition. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's great, like by even by doing it now or doing it four years ago when it was early, um, as long as that like brand grows, the equity of that winning grows. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be crazy if one day, uh, I, can't, I can't think of someone off the top of my head who won a long time ago. But all of a sudden, like having that badge of honor is big. And they're like, oh, no, like we won that. We got to go put it onto our website. Yeah, yeah, we're we're actually trying to figure out, like, we're looking at that, too. It's just, like, you know, if you win, you have a little, like, cool badge you can throw. Like, literally, it would be code or, like, it would be an image that you could put on your website. Yeah. Um, so, this is off topic, but were you in Denver for the Game 7 against, uh, <laughs> with the Nuggets and Blazers? Yeah, I was. Um, I obviously, I didn't go, but <clears throat> side note, I went to a Rockies game on uh, Saturday. That was cool. Oh, yeah. That's a great stadium. It's a really cool stadium. It was fun. Um, but I was in town, and it was cool. You could feel the buzz. Like, there was definitely, you know, everyone was talking about it. And then I went, ended up going to, like, a, a barn with some friends, watched it on, like, kind of an outdoor patio. Like, that was really cool. But it was, it was too bad. You know, it was just like, uh, you know, it was – Dude, th- those two game sevens were pretty, um, pretty amazing, and just it was, that was a great Sunday of basketball. But it was, it was, yeah, you could feel the like deflation for sure here. Oh, I bet, I bet. I mean, anytime you lose a game like that, the following day people are real disappointed. Yeah, yeah. And, and so going on to the the primary topic uh, for everyone here listening on the show. Thank you for always listening. Um, I know we're getting into like ten minutes in, so thanks for. Uh, stretching it out here with us on the Catching Up podcast. But uh, this week, Nick and I wanted to expand on a topic we briefly talked about last week, and that came down to the origins of the names of our business. So so Nick has Founders Live, I find me in Seattle. And so my question, my primary question for you this week, Nick, is what's, what is the origin story of Founders Live? Kind of what did it stem from? How did you come up with the name? And uh, how, how did it get from one place in the beginning mm-hmm. to the next. Well, you know, it all, it all goes, you know, I've, I've told this story many times, but there's a couple of aspects that really are important. Number one, you know, as you know, I, the first event ever was March, 2014, and that was feature Friday. And I feature actually Friday feature Friday. And I remember at the time, I remember like being like, that's kind of a cool name. And um, it was a good name for the event in Seattle. People recognized it. Um, it was easy to say. And um, it was always on Friday. It was just like, it worked. Um, but when I started to look at, ooh, okay, I'm going to create a company and I'm going to actually expand this. Obviously, Friday was an issue. And, you know, it just, <clears throat> it just wasn't the best name. And, and I remember talking to a few people and being like, dude, what do I do? Like, do I... Cause I was like, I actually had already found founders. Like I had already found the name founders live. So there was a period of time where I was like, do I keep this event and keep it named feature Friday? And I remember like going through that, but anyway, um, I knew that I had a shift and you probably remember I had founders raw. So yeah, that's right. For anyone that's listening that doesn't know founders raw was my, is an early project that I would sit down 
with other founders and we would record about an hour long conversation. And we usually did this like on location in like a bar. So, you know, grab a drink, you know, grab a beer, sit down, talk about your experience. You really was supposed to be like rawness, like authentic, just, you know, talk about the good, the bad and the ugly of your startup story. And we would record that and do some post-production and actually put out a pretty solid, well-produced video. And um, that was a project I had with uh, a few people um, a couple of years ago. And, you know, so the founders kind of obviously founders name, like the, the word in there was within that, but I needed to step away from that brand. And I needed something that when I started to realize, okay, we're going to have events that are quote live events in, in these cities that are experienced physically. If we're going to start experimenting through um, you know, a live stream, you and I had done some like live stream kind of conversations and talks. And really, honestly, the biggest thing, um, there's two big things. Number one, um, I just see the future of media still, I think, points directly towards consumption, live consumption, video. Like when 5G hits on a massive wave, like we still have no idea how much data and, you know, streaming and experience we're going to have. And so I, I'm just kind of throwing it out there saying like, shoot, Founders Live, it fits both a physical experience when you're watching people live on stage, it fits a digital streaming experience. And in the end, it's also like live, like a live. And, and then lastly, dude, the URL was available for 10 bucks. And I was like, oh, shit. like I searched that. And I remember just like, I jumped on it. Like, I was like, that's it. And it just like, the moment I registered that, I was just like, oh my God, like, that's a sweet, that's a, it's a great name. And, yeah. um, and I'll, uh, you know, I'll go over some criteria after you talk about yours, because we'll, that's kind of what I think we'll touch on. But yeah, the origin story really is just around, you know, going from Feature Friday to like the culmination of me writing for many years on my blog to, and what's called So Entrepreneurial, um, to the Founders Raw and the videos, the interviews um then the live events and then you know people chatting online look at all that comes together and let's call it founders live right mm -hmm. and that is it just happened and it just it worked out really well so um I mean, when was the last time you shared any of that founders raw content i think i man i think i um early on so in 2016 is when i switched everything and i for probably about six months i was like posting the videos just to give some content through founders live and yeah. using the founders raw videos but i'm, I'm kind of just i mean it's there there's a lot of content but i'm just you know it's 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 actually getting a little dated and old and um we, we can still pull it out but you know it, it has a different brand and so i kind of i kind of let that just sit yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you should share it, like, as a Throwback Thursday thing. I should. On, I should, uh, dude. Even, yeah. like, on LinkedIn or some other place mm -hmm. uh, to bring attention to it. Because, yeah, th there's no doubt there's some, like, educational nuggets dude, in there you're right. that are I worth think, sharing. I like that. I think I'll just, you know, on a Throwback Thursday concept, just every, you know, Thursday, just kind of throw throw one of those videos. Of <laughs> yeah. It was, I, I just to see how people react and kind of reflect on it and, and see what's relevant and what's not anymore. And uh, if there was any predictions that people made mm -hmm. uh, that are true or not true, uh, it'd be interesting to, to watch yeah. again. Well, how about and, you? Uh, how about you? Yeah. So when I was working at my previous company, uh, I, I knew that I wanted to create a social channel that kind of documented myself 
creating and selling the advertising that I was and just promoting some of the local businesses. And at the time, I had my own personal Instagram account um, at Clutch Con Man, and which has been my internet handle since I was like 11. And uh, I just didn't feel like attaching my personal name was or using my my own name was gonna keep me motivated Mm -hmm. to keep doing it and so I knew I wanted to kind of create some type of brand to um really like be something that I could build up that's more than just my name I mean since then personal brand has become really important and I think back like oh maybe I should have just kept it Connor and like kind of built up the Connor name but, I, but at the time, I definitely wanted to have some different uh, brand associated that wasn't my name. And so for a couple of days, I just like threw around a bunch of names. And I don't even really know how I landed on Find Me as uh, the, the landing spot. But, but it was pretty obvious that it was like, oh, like I want the whole story to be about like uh, finding different things around the city. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, I, I think I played with like, I've got a notebook here with all the names. I, I should look for that one day. Um, like finding things. I thought about finding food, find, finding places. Like uh, once, once I realized that fi- finding things was kind of the corner, it was just about where do I fill it in from there? And then while I went with find me, I think it just uh, covered a lot of bases and mm-hmm. also wasn't super focused. I realized at the time I was like, if I if I do anything related to one topic like food or restaurants or uh, whatever, then I'm really going to uh, pigeonhole myself into the kind of content that people are going to expect from me based on the name. Yeah, and so uh, and I already was kind of putting myself in a hole by calling it in Seattle. I knew I was like, oh, I'm really blocking myself into a region. Um, a few years later, I'm starting to realize that I think in, in 10 years, that might not be the smart play. But up to this point, it has been really good because most people try to create a niche based off uh, a topic, right? They're into video games or they're into basketball or cards, whatever it yeah. is. And for me, my niche is just about the location, right? So there's a million people here in the city, and that's a plenty big demographic of people who want to know information that's going on around them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that also fit in with the company that I was cur- I was working for at the time. And so um, when I, I landed on Find Me, which I, I'm, I've gotten a ton of compliments about, it's just I just know like it's simple but catchy and I can relate it to this like scavenger hunt that the brand has turned into where I give away these stickers whenever anyone finds me in real life. And also it about documenting the journey of myself, which was really the origin that it wanted to be is I wanted to document how I I'm creating business. And so it's kind of my journey and how I'm discovering myself and discovering the city that I live in and kind of living and discovering new things in my life. And uh, yeah, I finally landed on it and it didn't really make sense, but I think most names don't make sense in the beginning. And Something I get I get asked a lot about names and should people change their handles or uh, when they're launching a new brand, like how important the name is. And I actually think like na- naming your company is a little overrated. 
it's it's obviously important but i think people get too caught up into it because your name really doesn't mean anything until you make it mean something yeah yeah I'll, i'll i'll add to that and like counter just slightly so um my perspective is I think naming is a little more important and only, but I agree with you that in the beginning, the name doesn't necessarily mean anything until you create value around it. Like, you know, founders live in 2016 was just an interesting two words. It now has connotation and emotion attached to it. And like people, it resonates with people. Um, Yeah. So there's a lot more meaning to it, but um, I will say this, that, Dude, I, I'm so glad we're kind of out of the, like, no vowels whole situation. Um, <laughs> yeah. I actually think what's interesting is we've swung back into, like, the kind of very generic word, like the the kind of short word, like peach or whatever, um, you know, things like that, which kind of doesn't mean much anyway. But, like, you know, um, but here, here's what you want to think about. And the, this is why it's very important is because, you know, choosing a name you got to go through some steps, which number one, you know, um, if you, you know, you got a huge list of words, you got to put them through like a filter of number one, is it easy to say? Like, is it easy to read and say? Because people like you got to think you got to expand your mind to like the months and years ahead and like people writing about it in the media and people telling another person like, yeah, how can you pronounce it? If you don't even know how to freaking pronounce the word, like how does person A spread it to person B? Um, so you got to pronounce it and it's got to be easy to say. Number two, easy to spell and hear. So like when someone says it, when someone hears it, do they hear it very uh, easy? Like the first time they hear it, do they, is it um, cognitively registered or are they like, what, what is it? Um, or this is even further is there a negative connotation to the sound of those letters to make, you know how like the English language for and for are spelled differently. And Mm -hmm. so like, if you, you know, if you have a name that when those letters are pulled together, it actually sounds like a bad word or like some sort of like, you know, um, some random thing, like now you're, that's a negative, right? So uh, then, you know, so you got to clear those hurdles then, um, you know, is it available or what sort of domain is available? And obviously there's many new domains and all that. And, you know, I think still .com is still like up there as like the main one, yes, which like, I agree, you, you need to still have that. Um, you know, there's obviously like .io and stuff, but you know, you, you know, so, so then you search, search that name and term, what comes up, how many pages are full of like competitors or people taking the ownership of that term or name? Um, now you're looking at like what's out there and what's available and what sort of the market and competition you have in front of you. Um, and then, yeah, is the domain available and can you register it and how much is it? And, you know, I clearly as a startup do not choose like paying 5,000 for some dot, you know, whatever, like I wouldn't use your resources in that way if you don't have them, you know, so finding something that, um that meets all these criteria and then obviously the words do have to mean it has to be a some association with the brand that you're going to build like i just described previously um you know there's adjectives and experiences that fall into um you know that sort of thing and and then in the end yes like just grabbing one owning it and start start now building around that and and you start building 
you know, the characteristics of the brand, you know, your core values and the things that you're starting to wrap into it. This is what branding becomes. And I, I say this all the time. And I know that, you know, Founders Live is an experienced thing, but oh my gosh, like the brand experience, like your goal as a company and as a brand, and then the brand name is to create an unforgettable experience where people like lock into this emotional connection with your brand and with your name. And, and, and that is like so paramount to being successful as a company. And so the goal is to, you know, build through physical and real world experiences, digital and on, you know, like, you know, online experiences, you know, on a, on a mobile device or a desktop, what are those experiences? That's why branding is so much more than just the website and the logo. You know, it's what do you talk about? Like, what are your values? How do you treat your users? And what's their experience with other people that then they can start, you know, talking about it to others. But if they can't even spell or say your name of your company, you're screwed. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, people. And, and I wonder how many people who dropped the vowels kind of had that issue. And, and I get it. There's a lot of like so many of the names are taken now. Yeah. So you really got to get creative um, in, in finding something that really speaks emotionally. But you, you made a really good list there. I'm going to go back and listen to this. Yeah. And uh, I might write something up about that yeah. um, and tag you. Because, yeah. yeah, you gave a really good list about some of the things that you should think about when coming up with a name. And uh, I'm glad that you brought those up. Cause yeah, when we talked about this being the topic, I was like, I don't know how much we can talk about it. It kind of like organically came to me. And so yeah. I'm glad that you, uh, that was extremely, that's some of the best advice we've probably given on the show. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And la last thing I would add to this is now you got to think international. So like in the word, you know, do your words sounds actually, are they like a, is it like a cuss word in, a, in, a, in another language, you know, like, and of course you can't, you can't, hit you know be in the safe zone for you know a hundred languages but you know just being aware of these sort of things is um these are very smart steps to take and then you know this could be a week of work you know when you're starting your company and you're doing some research this is the groundwork that you do this now it will pay dividends uh years years down the road and i'm just glad like so when when i say founders live a lot of times i'll just say like oh yeah like like saturday night live founders live because sometimes people are like, oh, life? And I'm like, no, live. And so I, I think we, we're probably an eight out of a 10 on that sort of little nugget, which is oh, know, yeah. when, when people hear it, they might hear the F, but it's actually a V. Um, and most people don't stumble upon that, but I'll usually just say like, yeah, it's like Saturday Night Live. I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's awesome, you know, so. I get that too. Whenever I say find me, people always give me this like look because they can't really put it together um by what by what i'm saying and that's just probably me because i don't know how to uh enunciate very well also <laughs> and i mum and i mumble a ton yeah. as you listeners probably know but uh yeah i i probably not doing too good and i never even thought about that when i came up with the name awesome all right well i got to get running but hey um as we always do who do you got for the pga uh, so I'm, I'm in like a, a, a pool, a, let's call it a non-gambling pool. And, uh, I don't think that, uh, Brooks Kepka is going to get caught. You shoot seven under on the first day. Uh, that's a monster score on this tough course. And so I think he's going to, he's going to go end to end, uh, which is just wild for that guy to win four majors 
and come out of nowhere. He's only won like five four tournaments ever. So uh, for four of the first five, if he were to win to be majors, it's just kind of miraculous. Uh, the way that he shows up at these tournaments is wild. Oh, dude, I'm I'm pulling for him too. Um, I I would agree that he's coming out of nowhere. I mean, I mean he's. He's a very interesting player, um, but I'm looking at the list right now. Jordan just jumped up there. He's 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 my he's um, 300 today. Dustin Johnson's 300 today. So ooh, um, scores might be a little low then. then yeah, give him a run. So I'm I think we're in for a pretty good uh, weekend. Um, but um, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Jordan, man. You go with Brooks. I'll go with Jordan. Let's do that. Oh, I am fe- feeling good about my pick. I didn't have zero <laughs> confidence in Jordan Spieth right now. I know he's he's definitely not he's not on his game. But um, I'm gonna go with him just so we are not choosing the same person. Awesome. Well, we'll uh, follow up next week and see who wins. Nick, enjoy the upcoming weekend. Always great to talk with you. Uh, thanks for being my partner on the show. Yeah. And uh, I'll talk to you next week. All right. Peace.